0: Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in zero sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry
1: and get wild.
0: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back everybody. It's 105 in Edmonton, 205 in Chicago. The Oilers and the Blackhawks tonight, that's a 6:30 Mountain Standard Time puck drop. Orders well, now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We'll tell you the Japanese Village open a survey at only one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. We are going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. The River Cree Resort and Casino open 24-7. Zero restrictions. Excitement. Bet on it. And we're pleased to be joined on the line by a regular contributor on Thursdays for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar longtime NHL goaltender currently with the NHL Network and ESPN and soon to be a NHL senior executive we welcome back to the show Kevin weeks
1: hi Kevin how you doing what's up soft beautiful day here in Washington DC all's good man what about you
0: yeah well, th- that's interesting I mean the capitals are coming out um, they're coming out to Western Canada next week um, you're you're obviously working the caps game tonight uh, for Espen Um you know, it's 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 it's. I I don't love talking about politics. You know that in these. I I I have some empathy mm-hmm. for Russian players, and I realize it's a yeah, a little bit of, of a course. slippery slope right now. Um, yeah. You know, I think that uh, a governing body needs to maybe pay for what, what what's occurring. I don't know of yeah, guys of that have been established and over here for the last fifteen years, uh, those said people would say, "Yeah, but what about the relationships with key figures?" If that's the case, but how much is is it at all? Storyline as you're getting ready to prep for uh, uh, the caps.
1: The biggest thing. Uh, the biggest thing here. Is a lot of the players. You know, first of all, you have to start with obviously everybody in Ukraine and and what they're going through and what they're enduring, which is horrific. Of course, so our thoughts and prayers prayers go out for them. And same thing with you know a lot of the young men and 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 people that are and families of the uh, the soldiers as well. It's on both sides. There's no winners in this stuff. I know. Yeah. I want to echo your point though because we do have somebody. If you look at someone like Ovi, who's been a model citizen, great for the game um, a great person, great personality. going to go down as one of the best players in the history of the game. And all he's done is, is represent the sport as well as he has and as great as he has. And unfortunately for him and other players, you know, they've and family members have been getting threats too. a lot of them have been getting threats. I know some of this has been publicized from certain agents. So my agent, uh, being one of them and some other agents out there that represent, you know, kind of a, a spectrum of players and certainly Russian players. So, um, hopefully this is something that can get resolved more importantly there sooner rather than later of course we don't need to see any more atrocities but uh, for our russian players they especially somebody like obi as i said who's been a model citizen a great player um andre vasilevsky kucherov i can go around the horn you know they're people that i know and and that i've known for for years and it's just unfortunate that this is happening right now It's it's awful as you said ultimately um, you know, this isn't anything that athletes or even other business people or everyday citizens, per se, can really impact if government bodies make government decisions, right? Whether it's back home in Canada with uh, the Prime Minister or if it's here with the President just down the street or, or wherever it is, um, yeah. they ultimately have the authority.
0: You know, I, I, I know you follow uh, European football, soccer as well, and uh, sure. uh, Abramovich totally, owns Ch- Chelsea. Chelsea, uh, is going to sell yeah. a team. Is going to sell a team, I and, and I mean, yeah. he has built that club into an absolute powerhouse.
1: And by the way, too, like, no, it's your point. And, and by the way, his uh, the proceeds of the sale are going to go to um, family members in the Ukraine and people that have been right. affected by the Ukraine. All the net proceeds, by the way.
0: Yeah, I, I bring this up because I had this conversation today with uh, well, a really uh, great player that's uh, connected to to to, to Sergey, who does PR for uh, the Washington Capitals, mm-hmm. and they're going to make yeah, their truck out you know, west here. Yeah. And I don't have to educate you on how many Ukrainians there are in the province of Alberta; like there is a ton. And this yeah. is I'm going to be really intrigued to see because I, you know, I I, I don't. You know, I, I grew up in a time where you know what we didn't trust Eastern. Like it's it's it, this is the yeah,
1: truth. Yeah.
0: And anybody that's over the right. age of forty five has got to concede that this is the way it was. But you know, the yeah the the Soviets were seen as the bad guys. That's that's who they were seen as. And then you found I'll never forget Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier both telling me about you know smuggling Igor Larionov out during the eighty four Canada Cup for a couple pops, you know, and and right. just. You know, and and that that to me just it spoke it spoke volumes like, you know, these these guys are people too. I'm not in any way, shape, or form suggesting that there's any justification for the conduct of of Putin or the or the Russian government. But I do have empathy for like as as an example, a guy with the Rangers, who's who has spoken up against in the past, right? You know, and he's Uh, my he's
1: my agent represents him.
0: Yeah, Artemi Panarin. Panarin. So, yeah, Mike, I mean, you've got Panarin. you've you've got your your league contacts. I mean, you, you work for the NHL Network. You're on a first name basis with Gary.
1: How
0: how concerned is the league over this right now, Kevin? It's,
1: it's a big concern. I mean, it's a big concern in a whole heap of ways. I mean, from a humanitarian standpoint, which I said is most uh, is most important, and then um, you know for for Russian players and their family members. You know, remember some of these. I'll give you an example. Like even Caprizov, the young dynamic superstar for the Minnesota Wild, my my agent represents him and it was only when Minnesota was at the garden in New York about a month ago that was the first time that his parents had seen him play in the NHL in North America. Like he had been you know, he hadn't seen them. They hadn't seen him play here. Uh and they're from uh Siberia. So there's so many different factors, man. Like so many players, um, With this going on now, that might have been displaced from their family members based on the COVID protocols and the borders and everything else to begin with. And then, uh, you know, different family members that are unfortunately thought of of maybe even potentially being in harm's way just based on what's going on. And if you say something, then what what, what are the retributions? If you don't say anything, what are the retributions? And, you know, it's the health and safety of your family members that could be at stake. So there's a lot of different jet streams here. It's a difficult situation for everybody, starting with the people in Ukraine, you know, starting with the people in arms on both ends of the conflict. And then for the, our players, the league is looking at this very seriously because there have been instances where additional security has been required and will continue to be required um, just based on even being either here or back in Canada where some of these players or their wives or significant others or sisters or whoever that's in town um, have... Have been in some tough situations before and and at least receiving a lot of abuses of abusive uh language online and, and everything else and some threats and everything of that nature so the league is hyper aware of that uh, i know for a fact that some of the clubs two general managers that i've spoken to recently are uh, are looking at providing additional resources for those said players on their team and their and their family members so what a horrible time for everybody involved and as i said you know we all have had stuff. I mean, you know, we had stuff happening in the nation's capital in Canada. Let's be real. Like, I played in Ottawa. I played junior my last year. there for 67. You think I saw it in 55 years that I would see some of the stuff that took place there? And, you know, that poor lady that got trampled by the horse and, from the RCMP and everything else and all the other stuff that we saw. Like, you know, but it doesn't It doesn't allow for Sidney Crosby or, you know, any of our other great Canadian players, Connor or, or anybody else, Nate McKinnon, you know, it doesn't, it hadn't put their direct family, their family members in direct fear for their life. Let's just say, right? So right. it's such a, it's such a scary time stuff. And, and for the listeners that are out there and I could say this, like a lot of those guys that I played with, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. One of my best buddies growing up, Dave Nemirovsky played in the NHL with me and in, uh, in Florida, we played together in Ottawa in junior too, grew up together in Toronto, played with his brother, Mike. You know, I I was talking to him today, he coaches over in the KHL, and and we had a a really good enlightening conversation. But I was talking to somebody over there that I can't name this morning before my flight who uh, is a coach over there, and it's a crazy time, man. It's a really – he's super scared. Um, He doesn't know if he's going to be able to get out now with the martial law and everything else. So there's – it's just such a scary time for so many of us these last couple years, and you just hope that we can – the world can – can get to a place that's called normal um and and safe for everybody but obviously starting with everybody in ukraine of course
0: yeah uh, absolutely all right we're joined right now by kevin weeks uh, for canadian power pack bob stoffer brendan escott with you uh kevin uh we're in chicago mark andre flurry and again mm. it does appear as though uh you know, there, there's some reports out there at this. Like, Fleury totally controls the destiny, destiny of where he's going. I don't know. He does. You know, with each Miko Koskinen save performance. Hey, for the fans that say, nope, not good enough, forget about seven zero and one forget about nine thirty four over the last eight starts. Uh, mm-hmm. Go get the guy. Well, the guy's got to want to come to your team as well. Um, that's true. And, and that's going to be a big factor. And only Alan Walsh and Marc-Andre Fleury. And you know what? Yeah. The landscape changes. Like he might be a no three weeks out, and in the last forty-eight hours, if that's the best place for him to go to try to make the playoffs, maybe it changes. Um, any other goal? You know, any other goaltenders? You, speaking of Russians, do you think the Islanders would, yeah, would look at maybe moving? Uh, you know, uh, a, a, Varlamov. Var, or, there you go, Varlamov. Um, yeah, where,
1: yeah. What's your headspace with that, probably. Kevin? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I'd be targeting Flower. I think he's. He's the best of the bunch. Um, If I were the Oil, I would definitely be targeting him. If I was the Avalanche, maybe not as much because your former Red Deer Rebel is kicking right now. Darcy Kemper has been playing really well. If I'm Toronto, based on, what is it, they've given up four goals or more 16 times in the last 30 games, I think. So I'd be looking at him if I were them, too. But Varlamov, I think, could be a really good option. He's always played well in the playoffs, coming back to when he started his career here with, uh, with Washington, where he played the bulk of his career. Colorado, he was good in the playoffs. In the Island, he's had some outstanding runs in the playoffs. You know, they've been the conference final two of the last three years, so I think he could be a really nice piece as somebody that has experience and having played under the bright lights of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think he could be a good piece for the Oilers. You know, a lot of people would point would point to Braden Holpe, uh, who I and I would too. The challenge with that is Dallas is you know they're in a dogfight right now um, for a playoff spot as well, so. I spoke to some people in Dallas today. They're not making any moves just yet because, you know, they, they're trying to be as patient as they can. And they're such a good team at home, so there's a good chance that they could get in the way they're going. But, man, oh, man, on, on teams like this, sometimes you wait, and sometimes patience is, you know, they call it a virtue, and sometimes it's a benefit. But at other times, sometimes you wait a little long, and then, uh, you know, that door closes on that opportunity. So put it this way. If I'm the oil. I don't want Mark Andre Fleury going to any other team in the West. Do you, stuff?
0: Uh no. But I, I don't know <laughs> okay. if they're gonna like your the problem. Here's your,
1: here's your answer. That was funny.
0: The answer is no. The problem is you don't control a situation because he's got a no movement clause, and the agents, correct, correct, like. It just just for the listeners, like the owners are sitting there and they're on the precipice of a playoff spot. They're positioned yep, to be in the playoff mix. I think that's correct. fair, but they're oh, not yeah. a top four team slammed. like if like Toronto is in a better position than Edmonton, even though they might be playing in a way tougher division, they're a lock mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. The owners are not a lock to make the playoffs yeah. at this time. So
1: no, you're right. So, uh, point you know everything that's, else that's yeah, the sure.
0: BS here. He wants to, go. if Talk you're to me. him, you want to go to Colorado. That's where he wants to go. But I don't even know if he,
1: here's the thing. I remember breaking, breaking him sign. Bless you. I remember breaking him getting traded. Excuse me. I broke that. And I remember talking to him like literally instantly after that and talking to the flower and I've seen him since. And we've spoken several times since, and I know how conflicted he was, obviously, when he got traded from from uh, from Vegas, right? I know how conflicted he was, and you know he ended up saying as such and everything else. So we've gotten settled in to Chicago. One could or, can argue that it's only been a year, which is, I mean, that's factual, but I just don't know. Does he does he want to move again? I'm not sure. I don't know that he's come to that point yet. And I've been in touch with Alan Walsh, his agent, who you referenced earlier. So it seems like it's a fluid situation, and I agree with you. Stop. You said it right there, about five minutes ago, where there's still a couple of weeks left, and things could change. You know, things could change. He, as you mentioned, he's got the control in terms of what he wants to do. Does he want to stay? Does he want to go? And then approving where that spot is. But what does the marketplace look like? Here's another. Here's another loop for the for the listeners that are out out there. Heaven forbid, but what happens between now and then in the event that a goalie gets injured somewhere? Yeah, you know that could change the marketplace and change the landscape as well. You know, so it's uh it's a real fluid well, situation happened, right yeah, now. It, man, it's,
0: it has happened. It has happened on a minor yeah,
1: well, scale. San Jose well, got, Exactly. Well, yeah, hurt. I was going to say hurt. you guys yeah. the deal with correct Staal. Correct. With so Staal going, absolutely, totally. So, you know, heaven forbid, because you never like to see any players get injured, we root for the health and safety of everybody, and, of course, all the players as well. And But between now and then, if if somebody has a grade-two MCL sprain, that, that's at least a four- to six-weeker if it's a grade-two. You know what I mean? And and where we're going right now, will they be back in time for the playoffs? I, I don't know. So it's it, it's a real fluid situation. But as I mentioned, too, before, what will be interesting is what the other teams... The Oil can only control what they do, to your point, but man, oh man, I wouldn't want to see Flurry in the West. That's for sure. And that's why I mentioned the Leafs earlier, because for whatever reason, Jack Campbell's going through a bit of a, a, a struggle. Yeah. And, you know, not to be outdone. They haven't played very well in front of him either. We know that, but his splits between his first 18 games and the last 18 games are like polar opposite. So... I mean, you have to be considering that because here's the thing stuff, like, I don't know. But you mentioned where the Leafs are in terms of the standings, right? And being in a better position. But from the oil perspective, I'll tell you what, the West is wide open right now. Like, this is no joke. The West, hey, all you need to do is get in in the West. Believe me, that's all you need to do. Just get in. And if you get in in the West and your guys start humming, look out because, Even Vegas. I was just texting with Jack Eichel this morning, you know, who's who's recently back from his surgery and trying to get, you know, acclimated and everything there in Vegas. But him and I were texting this morning. There's no locks right now in the way. Maybe Colorado. That'd be it. But even still, if they run up against somebody, you remember those years when the oil played against Dallas when Cujo was in there? You remember that?
0: Yeah, beat him in 97 ups and and probably bigger. I'm telling you. The yeah, upset right. of Colorado in 98 Colorado. you bigger upset to come 3-1. Exactly.
1: In and any of the Oil fans that are old enough will remember that. Like, those guys got in. They played hard. They played for each other. I mean, the way those guys were blocking shots, killing penalties, Cujo was out of his mind. Um, as Cujo was often so great in, in the playoffs in his career, going back to when he started with St. Louis. But that Oil team, they, they, they shook up a lot of people, man. So who's to say if the Oil can get in? And if they can maybe make a move or two, because I was saying last night on, on the NHL Network, I'd like to see them make another move or two. But if they can get in, anything is possible, man. So, Kevin, yeah. you, got,
0: you got Washington, Carolina. Enjoy the broadcast. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers Now.
1: All right, buddy. Thanks so much for having me, and thanks to all the fans back in Berta too.
0: That is Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN. It one twenty-three in Edmonton. Kevin's appearances are brought to you by Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication and solar. That is Canadian Power Pack. When we return, we get our Oilers Now prospect report. It is currently one twenty-three in Edmonton. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Miko Kostandin starts tonight against Chicago. Howie, Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Kevin Weeks is wrong about the Oilers' goaltending. Stick with Smith and Miko. The Oilers' defense is much much better under Jay Woodcroft. Smith has missed half a season. He'll round into form in the next couple of weeks. When Smith's going, he's just as good as Mark Andre Fleury. Stick with our guys. The media bashes our goaltending, but it'll be excellent down the stretch. Uh, that comes to us from Howie. Drew says just get in, baby. Kevin Weeks is 100% right. Andrew says uh, we don't have a goaltender that can steal a series. Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 496 Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. All right, uh, we are going to head into the Orders Now Prospect Report at 127 in Edmonton for Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit com today, and here's Brennan Escott. Comes with a bit of a somber tone today as Russian-born draft prospect Ivan Miroshnichenko was recently diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's stepping away from hockey. Uh, Good news is it's the most common form and is curable. He's receiving treatment right now in Germany, but this 18-year-old player was ninth overall in Sportsnet's draft prospect rankings. He's sixth in Bob McKenzie's mid-season draft rankings. He also captained Russia at the Holinka Gretzky last year. He's not even the first young hockey prospect in the last couple of months, Bob, that we've heard about with a a serious illness like this. So wishing him the best. Yeah, absolutely. Cars cost less than Metasco and Brent Ridge Ford of Metasco and 10-time presence Award winner for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom offers. Get the exact equipment, the colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the Gang, 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Uh, it one twenty nine. off to a global news weather traffic update. Former order, current Hawks scout, and broadcaster Colin Fraser. And uh, we'll also have James Hamlin still to come on today's show. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.